and welcome to this review of Spider-Man No Way Home. I'm Josh. I'm Bill. And I'm Steve. That's my spider web effect, sorry. It's pretty lame. <laughs> Organic or mechanical? See? Organic all the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a good gotta question. Keep the hippies, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. Gotta keep the hippies happy. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, we're going to first talk non-spoilers, and then we're going to get into spoilers, so... We've all seen it at least once. I think Steve's the only one who's seen it twice, so he will have the best memory for sure. <laughs> so this is the third installment of the John Watts, uh, Tom Holland trilogy. Uh, I guess the fourth one is in the works, Kevin Feige said. Probably be a while, I guess. I heard Tom wants to take some time off and uh, make some babies with Zendaya, I guess. I don't know. That's what they're saying, you know, the tabloids and shit. So uh, we'll see what happens there. I don't know. He also is going to play Fred Astaire, which I think that's really good casting. He is like multi-talented dude. Like, I oh yeah, they should pay him triple. I mean, he's just he can do it he's all. Versatile. Yes, yes, for sure. This movie stars, of course, Tom Holland, Zendaya, Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, Jacob um, Batalon, John Favreau, Jamie Fox, William Dafoe, Alfred Molina. And Marissa Tomei, just to name a few, because I'm out of breath. Yeah, I would say um, overall, I I enjoyed this film. I thought it was really good. Um, Very much so. Almost Endgame good, not quite, but Endgame was you know Endgame to me. And um, yeah, yeah. What did what did you guys think about going in and all that? Probably my favorite MCU movie so far. Really? Wow, that's that's high yeah. praise. And it mostly comes from a, from the fact that like I grew up on Spider-Man, mm-hmm. you know, I've read the comics since I was a kid, been very heavily invested into the character for many, many years. And this was, you know, eight year old me reading amazing Spider-Man would have never dreamt of this in a million years. Right. So. And were you, good. were you pretty impressed with the trilogy before or wasn't a trilogy then, I, but the first Spider-Man movies MCU? I was, um, I liked, you know, of course I don't think anybody really cared for Spider-Man three too much. Um, but I really, I really did like Raimi's, uh, take on Spider-Man. Um, uh, Mark Webb, I was a little, there were some things I had a little more like complaints about, but all in all, um, I've been pretty happy with what they've done with the character on the big screen. Sure. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm with Bill. This might be up there with Winter Soldier for me as far as maybe my favorite movie uh, from Marvel. Um, and cool. yeah, you know, I mean, I I remember reading Spider-Man in the 70s, man, you know, and you know, back in the day and been a fan ever since. And, you know, they're <laughs> and like Bill, you know, Spider-Man 3. Yeah, OK, <laughs> it exists. Um but yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I've been a fan of all the actors who portrayed Spider-Man very, very much. I mean, I think Andrew Garfield was massively underrated as, in, in that role. Um, as do I. But I mean, Tobey Maguire. I mean, obviously amazing, and you know, Tom Holland. He doesn't doesn't do a lot of wrong, and and so it was, you know, mm-hmm. all all three, you know, iterations of the character have been awesome, and Tom Holland, he just he kills it. Yeah, he does. He's got the looks and he, he, you know, like he looks young. The other ones kind of looking back look much older, I think, than they were. Well, but. 
Yeah, and the the other ones, if I'm not mistaken, were well into their 20s playing a high schooler. Yeah. yeah. And Tom Holland, I think, is the closest to an actual high schooler. Age. Right. When they started, at least. Yeah. 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 At least when they started. He's 25 I'm in my now. mid-80s, and I act like a high schooler. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it works for Shatner. It will work for you. He's 90 now. So yeah, he's, uh, well. Exactly. I'm not going to space. Just, oh. no, no, you don't have to do that. Don't not with that, that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> and without, what, $550,000 or something like that? Whatever gets you a ticket yeah, there. Right. You got that in your couch cushions. Come Some on. change. Uh, absolutely. I'm ready to roll. I'll just sell a few comics for that. Ikea. Well, yeah, that's that's high praise. Yeah, I, I really liked it. And, um, you know, I, I was I was excited before the, the trailers came, you know. But I was worried about the multiple villains they were going to have in it, you know, because, yes, I had a lot of Spider-Man 3 flashbacks. That was just kind of a mess. Uh, we later found out Venom was, wasn't a character Sam Raimi wanted to use, and it was more of a studio push. And uh, that w- that's why it kind of got, like, shoehorned in there. And, you know, it was unfortunate. Well, and Raimi had some pretty big plans for the franchise itself. Like, he had two more... Yes. He was planning on. Um, I think he was planning on bringing in Vulture, Black Cat, and maybe Craven. Yes, uh, Craven would have been amazing. I think um, I John was, Malkovich was going to be Vulture, his Vulture, I believe. Yeah. They almost got to a four. They they started early development, I think. But Anne Hathaway was going to play Black Cat, and then she went on to play Catwoman. So well, that's funny. Kind of fulfilled that. Yeah. <laughs> that's what's cool about seeing these villains again. You know, uh, it kind of uh, they kind of take the. You know, a lot of people kind of were let down by both of those previous franchises. You know how they ended officially and, mm-hmm. um, you know, to take elements of those that made them great. And then some elements that were about great, but just needed a little extra push, maybe. I think they accomplished that in this. And, yeah, it's definitely action-packed. Uh, perfect for going to the big screen for it was sold out where I was. And I, I believe everywhere you guys went. Uh, Steve and I saw it in IMAX. And my showing was, yeah, it was completely sold out. It was great. They even had a camera crew there. And I don't know who, I think the theater might have been filming a commercial, which makes sense because you have a packed house for your IMAX. That's probably the best time you're going to get a full, you know, shot of everyone in seats. Because <laughs> there's no yeah, there's yeah. no station identification on the camera. Because I was like, oh, I'd like to see, you know, it's like when I went up and got my ticket, this camera guy came up. At first, I thought he was like right on me. He's like, "Oh shit, uh, look cool, look cool," and I was like, "I can't do that." But then he was looking up yeah. like at a Christmas tree behind me, so I was like, "Thank God, go figure." You know, when it really got going, you know, the villains were were showing up. My uh, my daughter nudged me and was like, "I have to go to the bathroom," and so um, yeah, if if you see my daughter out there, everyone, please let me know. Um, yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I miss her. <laughs> but it was so worth it. No, I'm just kidding. Priorities, man. Yes. No, I I took her. She took forever, of course, right? And that felt like eternity. It was probably like 10 minutes. But by the time I got back, stuff happened. And I was like, uh, what's going on? <laughs> so as we yeah. get into spoilers, uh, Steve and Bill are going to help me um, fill in that gap. And of course, I'm going to go see it again. I have to. It's it's that good, I think. You really should see it again. And this holiday season, there's just so many coming out. You got Matrix next week. But definitely go see this. This is so so worth it. Uh, happy for it. It didn't feel like one of those 
ending of a trilogy, you know, it, it can it can continue whenever they choose to pick it up again. And, you know, they'll have other films which they'll cross over into. So who knows what the future will bring, but they are working on a four. Just not sure when we'll get it. I think it even uh, broke some box office records, didn't it? Yes. Yes, it did. I don't have the numbers, but I know it's making some great, great change. Yes. It was like 285 million, I think, was the last number I heard just for opening day, I think. Wow. I don't think we really had the problem that most of the bigger cities had with uh, selling out and stuff like that. I think there are places that sold out as soon as they went on sale and then they were selling them, reselling them on eBay and Fuckers. you know online and stuff like that. So they have scalpers. But uh, yeah, we didn't really have that much of a problem with it. Um, oh, that's good. I, when I bought mine, I was the only two seats in the theater and then it was at capacity by the time I got there. So <laughs> Yeah. Well, the the more uh, people want to see a film, the more you have to avoid social media. Facebook, uh, YouTube in this case was terrible. There was a few thumbnails that came across before I saw it, and I was so pissed. I was like, that better be fake. And uh, yeah, so yeah. it made me like, I got to go see this now if I want to continue watching YouTube and everything else, which is sad, you know, because I know some people aren't going to see it for a while. And it's like, well, you're you're going to have it spoiled for you. It's just the way it's going to be. Uh, well, not only that, you know, especially since they took out the uh, dislike button right on YouTube, mm-hmm. um, you don't know, like if you're you know, if you're just like kind of glancing at it and there's a thumbnail there that shows some, like some clickbait thing that you don't know that is like actually not in the movie. Mm hmm. It might kind of spoil it for you, or it might end up being in the movie. I don't know. But right. I, I didn't know they took the dislike button off. Yeah, it's. I, I can get into that in a different, <laughs> different <laughs> uh, episode probably. But um, they, well, it's still on there. You can still dislike a video. You just can't see how many dislikes it has. That's so yeah, like those those places that make like the really shitty like fan made trailers that where they just throw in a bunch of footage from completely mm. unrelated movies. Yep. If there's yeah. not if you can't see the dislikes on those, you're like you might think, oh okay, this is a legit trailer. I've fallen right. for that a few times. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's like screen gems or something. I could be saying that screen wrong. Screen gems is Yes. They they make a lot of Fake trailers. They screwed me on Mortal Kombat because I actually brought it up during the show. I was like, did you guys see the Mortal Kombat trailer? <laughs> and everyone was like, what? <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Those no. bastards. Yeah. yeah. Get you every time. Yeah. Everyone out there, go see the film. We're going to get into spoilers now. Stick with us if you've uh, seen it and uh, come back after you see it. Who wants to start? Oh, I would love to start. Have at it. Okay, so just to get this out of the way, yes, Toby and Andrew are in it. Yes. I mean, we can finally put that rumor to bed. Which we knew, right? I think we did know. Well, yeah. But it's one of those worst kept secrets, right? Right. Right. And I was, you know, I had this little voice in the back of my head that was like, what if they're not in it? Like how much of that? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I would would have walked. No, I'm kidding. But I would have been pissed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's uh, three, three generate. Well, I don't know if you want to call it three generations of Spider-Man, but yeah, three different iterations of the character. That was there. so um, cool. 
I know there was uh, the guy who played him in the Japanese series kind of like half jokingly, half seriously said, man, I wish I would have been in that. Um, <laughs> right. And that so been kind of would have been kind of interesting to see Leopardon come into, you know, <laughs> yeah. downtown New York and take on Sandman or something. But well, that guy <laughs> who uh, played him in the TV series in the 70s, which Steve probably watched, I'm guessing uh, he wanted to be I part did. of it. And I don't know that if they included those guys or not. Man. Because, you know, Garfield denied he was in it, which I was like, that could be bullshit. Because when they're like, they're well, going to tell you, you know, oh, I got to be honest. I'm on, you know, I'm on, uh, <laughs> I'm in the uh, court here. Yeah. I I'm mean, like Tom don't... Holland. They could keep a secret. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> See, I, I think it was more like Sony was probably in charge of Toby and Andrew and Marvel was in charge of Tom. Yes. So they were like, Tom, you same thing. I swear to God, we can replace <laughs> exactly you Peter Dinklage or something. And uh, <laughs> you know, Toby and Andrew, they're like, don't say a fucking word, right? Which is smart. Ass. It's like just bullshit but, the press. Who cares? Yeah, but yeah, honestly, I mean, we got a lot more than just Spider-Man related characters in this. We got Matt Murdock. Oh my god. That was amazing. First applause so, out of three big applauses in that in my yes, film. Yes. I was so and the overjoyed. Fact that he, like, they basically like the whole premise of this movie, of course, you saw the last one was that uh Mysterio revealed Peter Parker's identity as Spider Man, you know. Yep. And so it just creates a huge shit storm for Peter. Um and I and the scene that he was talking to Peter and May a uh, brick got thrown through the window and he just, without even looking, just caught it. Yes. And Peter was like, how did you do that? That was awesome. Like, he was just blown away. That was so cool. Um, and also, if you haven't already seen Hawkeye episode five, we're getting Vincent D'Onofrio back as Kingpin. Yes. So. Which that helped uh, kind of, you know, say, hey, it's very possible you're going to see Matt Murdock in No Way Home. People have been wanting that yeah. since, um, I don't know if it's Civil War or it might have been the last Spider-Man film. But that's that cameo was exactly what people wanted. At least I did. I didn't care for him mm-hmm. to be in the costume. I didn't need that. I just, him to be the attorney was perfect. Yeah. It was so great. And you already know the backstory and whether or not Marvel's going to honor that. Because that's really the next mystery is... How much of the Netflix shows are they going to accept now? Play off of? Um, they just are they just keeping some of the greatness from those shows, or ignoring others? Well, they they always acknowledged the MCU. They were running kind of parallel to it without mm-hmm. interacting with it, right? So you never know. But yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, I, that was so guess, fun to see. I was so excited. I guess I'll start with the one thing I didn't like about this movie. I have a whole list of stuff I did like about it. There's only one thing I didn't like about it. Wasn't long enough? Well, that. <laughs> um, yeah, I could have sat there for another three hours and watched more, but it was awesome. But um, Jamie Foxx. Yeah. I don't know what happened, but he didn't play Max Dillon. He played Jamie Foxx. Yeah. He was just being himself in it. And I was kind of, that kind of took me out of it a little tiny bit, but. You know, because Max Dillon is kind of in Amazing Spider-Man 2. He was just kind of, mm-hmm. he's got power, but he's not an arrogant asshole. 
And, right. Unless he's just kind of being Jamie Foxx. They're but. kind of retconning maybe a little bit. Maybe that was Jamie's uh, demand. Maybe I, I get the, they explain the different appearance, right? Cause he's kind of reborn again. Yeah. Like the, the energy that he draws from in this universe is different from the one in his universe, mm-hmm. which explains why he's not blue. Right. Spoiler alert. They did but, tease that though. Didn't they? The first, the very first forming, you did very, see that blue. Yeah. Yeah. When he's first forming, he looked, kind of, it was like a blue silhouette. Yeah. And, they showed him, and I was like, "Thank God!" Like, even in the trailers leading up to this, where they show the like electricity forming the mask over his face and all that, I'm like, "Yes." I really liked how they they went more comic book accurate, mm-hmm. the right? Outfits in this one, right? Right. It was uh, their chance to kind of correct a few things, and I, I think they tweaked the lizard a little bit, and uh, that might have been all they really tweaked. But yeah, I get the charisma thing that. Definitely didn't feel like the same character. And perhaps, I mean, you could stretch it saying, well, his his desire to look great, you know, like have hair and stuff, that that obviously mm-hmm. came into to being. And then perhaps he wanted charisma. I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of loosey-goosey. And yet maybe he's, him and Garfield might be from a different universe than we saw in the previous. I, they actually aren't because... Uh, Dr. Connors actually described how he looked like. So I guess I could throw that theory out, but yeah, that was yeah. kind of lazy in a way, I think, but it didn't, I mean, it wasn't terrible, but yeah, it didn't really honor a, that character before. It's a nitpick. Yeah. That's, that's all it is. It's okay. There's really. lots of greatness here. And yeah, of course there's a few things that, you know, um, could have done a little bit differently, but I, I, I understand but yeah, Jamie Foxx, he got a uh, got a second chance really to do this character more effectively. I guess you could say, and definitely Garfield got a, another chance, which I was pleased with. Uh, I know a lot of people don't like Garfield's take, and uh, I just thought he got I just thought he got you know a crappy deal really um, dealt dealt to him. And you know that last movie had its moments; it wasn't um, as effective as as his first film. So just mm-hmm. for me seeing all these Spider-Men together and acknowledging their, you know, their history within their franchises, like it, it makes it easier for me anyway to go back and watch those franchises, especially the ones that the parts that weren't great, you know, it's just kind of like they kind of fixed yeah. it. You know, it's kind of like, you know, it's going to get better. Like, yeah, this is a dip in quality, but when you get to No Way Home, you're going to get the endings you want in a way, you know, it's just more satisfying. And I think that's, I think that's what helps when things go kind of bad, you know, course correcting yeah. that way is better than I think than just stopping like they did with um, Garfield's franchise. Cause they were going to do, I think a sinister six movie and another film with him. And of course I think he was kind of done with it by that time. And yeah, they just decided we're going to reboot again and then MCU got a hold of them. And it probably would have been maybe longer if the MCU didn't want to use Spider-Man for Civil War. But thankfully, they kind of needed him, right? So that's yeah. how they did their thing. But it was just nice to acknowledge everything before and just kind of give everyone a, a happier ending, maybe. I mean, Garfield especially. I think his deserved to have a little more to it and he still looks great you know he's obviously an older spider-man and so is toby right i mean 
Um, yeah, but I, I really like that though. I mean, the only, I do too. Yeah, I'm not complaining. The the only one that they de-aged was Alfred Molina because they you know they wanted him to look like he came right from the final battle of Spider-Man. But like, right. like when Toby came through, it was kind of like, oh, okay, he's kind of like the big brother. Spider-Man, yes, you know, very like positive. The, yep, the like Obi Wan to yeah. Luke Skywalker kind of thing. That was really cool. I liked how they integrated them. It didn't feel mm. like just thrown in to sell toys or to sell tickets. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The way they brought him in was made sense. Uh, Ned, you know, Ned had that Doctor Strange tool, which kind of hints like he might have some powers himself to be able to do it without training or whatnot. And um, <laughs> the minute we saw Spider-Man in the alley, he turned towards him. I noticed his eyes were bigger. And I'm like, that's got to be Garfield. That has to be Garfield. And then yeah. when, he, when he got closer and took the mask off, I was like, that was the second applause. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, right. that was really was, cool. That, uh, granted, right when they when they came in and had their big reveal, um, it was shortly after Aunt May's whole scene. Yes, that um, was. Uh, so I was wow. already kind of emotional from that. And then seeing... Toby and Andrew come back. I was like, you know, went from like sad tears to happy tears. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, yes. exactly, right. Like, uh, and I think a lot of it goes back to of just you know how long I've read the Spider-Man comics. I've watched all the movies. Like leading up to this point, it's kind of like the to me, it's like the scene in you know Force Awakens when you see Han and Chewie come back on the Millennium yeah. Falcon. Yeah. Yep. Right. You know, it's like we're home. It's like, fuck yeah. Yes. You know, we're bringing everybody back for this. This is awesome. Right. Yep. Yeah. I loved how they comforted um, Tom and that man. Well, that acting was exceptional. That was. Uh, it was. I mean, when the glider hit her, I was like, she's gone. And then when she got up, I'm like, I think she's still dying or is dying, you know? And mm-hmm. sure enough, I was just, I was like, oh my God, it's terrible. But then, you know, when they all. You know, or the other two got Tom back on the, you know, um, better path, you could say. They mm-hmm. were, uh, Aunt May basically said Uncle Ben's line when she died. So she was kind yeah. of, in a way, the Uncle Ben to Tom. So it's more mystery there of like, yeah, the other two acknowledge Uncle Ben. Tom didn't really seem like he had an Uncle Ben, but like, well, what happened with that? You know, it's kind of up that's there. That's what I was still. expecting at the end was for her headstone to be next to. Uncle Ben's. Or yeah, that's like right. That. Oh my God. But the only, so I don't think Uncle Ben, as we know him, exists in this universe. Right. Um, or it's something totally different. He's um, a different, he has to be different only, because his initials were on that suitcase he took to um, Rome. Was it Rome last or France in the last? Yeah. Yeah. So that was the only um, like, indication we got. I mean, they they mention mention him in What If, but yeah, that's already an alternate, right? What If, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I think like maybe you know Uncle Ben just never really existed for Peter in the traditional sense. Yeah, which I mean, we don't we don't need another Uncle Ben dies Peter origin story. We've seen that, right? enough times as it is yeah and they were clever not to go that route with tom holland's spider-man yeah because when andrew garfield's one did it it was like we knew it was coming 
And it kind of felt like rushed. (laughs) It was just kind of there. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't feel the same impact as Toby's uncle Ben. You didn't No, You didn't. Well, yeah, it's the same thing with the Waynes. Every time they get killed, I just roll my eyes anymore. (laughs) Like you think they'd avoid that one alley right next to the right. Yeah. Like, like Joker was going great for Steve until they show that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right. (laughs) This movie's bullshit. I mean, I think uh, I think making Aunt May fill that tragedy, that tragic yeah. turning point for Tom, for Tom Holland's Spider Man, right? It's kind of like at this point, it's like he wanted everybody to forget he was Spider Man. He made this whole mess, you know. Tony's not here to clean it up this time. Mm-hmm. You know, he's already lost his mentor. Now he's lost the only family he had, and. Yeah, it's. I think that really worked for you know the like tragic moment, turning point, yep. and then him actually saying like, "No, I want to kill you" to Green Goblin. I was like, "Wow, the hell did that Tom Holland come from?" Right, right. You know, like that was just like dark, super dark for Tom Holland Spider Man. But yeah, like this third uh, one breaks that breaks the trend, I guess, set by the other ones. Like it's, it's got, it's more serious, has more serious consequences and more emotional toll, you know, especially the death scene. Like, you know, it really explores the elements from the other franchises, you know, before mm-hmm. this MCU cleaner one. Right. Um, so yeah, that was very uh, interesting. I mean, they do that at the comics all the time of resetting the status quo with Peter Parker, mm-hmm. you know, like he gets a little too comfortable and, a little too happy so you got to kind of bring him back down to earth a little bit right and i kind of got like uh what is it one more day vibes mm. from this movie if you're familiar with that whole storyline in the comics uh-huh. but um i kind of got those vibes in it but at the same time it's like i think this is where they need to go because it looks like with sony's standalone villain uh movies that are coming out they're going for a much darker tone mm-hmm. much more serious and not so cartoony and everything else but you know i was i dig I was it. pretty surprised by that you know I, I dig it too i think it'll be really good for the franchise i think um it, it's actually too. clever to have darker stories and then when they cross over they basically the those characters are like for instance matt murdoch his his show has kind of got that tint to it. It's like dark tint or whatever you, however you say it. Mm-hmm. But then you put him in this universe and it's brighter. You know, things are a little bit brighter. You know, he's in a brighter light. There's more humor. Uh, you know, I well, think that's. I can't see it anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I, I think that's cool to like. Those characters can go dark, but then you can also take them over to another part of the universe, you know, yeah. or another another film empire. Kind of like, you know, with um, what they should do, I think, with uh, – and they probably won't for a while, but you know how they put Superman kind of in darkness, more serious. And uh, mm-hmm. I think it would have been really interesting to, as you cross over to Gotham – things look different, right? And then when you go to Metropolis, it's more brighter and all that stuff, like artistic-wise. And I think that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. You could do with these characters, you know? You can, you can explore darker elements elsewhere, and then they can cross over, and you already kind of have that, you know, knowledge, right? And so, you know, they can be in another limelight, and it's not going to be so distracting, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're getting Morpheus. Um, 
Venom, obviously. Morbius. Yeah. Morbius. Yeah. Morpheus. <laughs> Morpheus is coming out next week. Yes, yes. A new <laughs> one, yes. Morbius. Morbius. That's where uh, Jared Leto is trying to cure himself from being Jared Leto, looks like. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's got the um, Bram Stoker look to me. You know, the Gary Oldman, how he had the long hair and the, the beard and yeah. stuff. He's just missing the top hat. I, I hope it's good. And I still haven't seen Venom 2. That's on my list. I think there's a post-credit scene that refers to Spider-Man, I believe. I'm not 100%, but... Yeah, he's... Uh, from what I understand, he like just kind of gets blipped into a apartment building or something like that. And they're showing the, gym, the Daily Bugle report on the TV. Ah. Oh, what's that? So that's basically um, the first after credit he gets introduced, or how he gets introduced yeah, to that it, world. It, it really didn't make much sense why he would be there. Yes. Um, because it's all people that were, that know that's, you know, Spider-Man is Peter Parker. That's the whole mm-hmm. premise of why all these people are showing up is because basically reality is breaking. Right. And it's everybody that knows that Peter Parker is Spider-Man is coming through the, you know, the ether or whatever you want to call it. Right. Right, and I thought yeah. how strange cast the spell. I thought it was interference from what Wanda did and Loki's series did. Maybe it still was, but basically, everyone who knew sure Peter Parker all, right was coming through. Was that the deal? And they couldn't stop I'm it. Sure, that'll have something to do with it. Yeah, but with did you guys recognize the figures in the in the sky? Like there was like giant warrior dudes and stuff. And I, I'm like, who the hell are these people? I saw Scorpion. That's I, the only yeah. one I noticed. Okay. I was very, and this is why I'm going to have to go back and see it again, is mainly for that scene. But yes. As soon as I saw the like tail coming behind Scorpion, I was like, I was fixated on that. I was like, oh, cool. We're going to get Scorpion in the yeah. movie finally. Right. Um, but that was all I was really focused on. I don't, sure. I don't think there's been any big like breakdowns of it. There probably won't be until it comes out on streaming. Yeah. Oh, or, I can't wait. You know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I made it seem like they, you know, just infinite possibilities of villains that could come through. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, um, um, getting back to the villains real quick, uh, I loved how they actually honored the Santa Man we had before, Thomas Hayden Church. They brought him back. Was wondering if yep. they were going to do that. And um, is it Ray's Ivans? I, I'm terrible at this name. Who played uh, Doctor Connors? Reese. Yeah. yeah, he's a good actor. Uh, they brought him back well, too. Yeah, they brought them both back. I thought that was awesome. Um, they didn't really, I don't know if it was just more of a contract thing or if they just didn't want to like show them as much. Them. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, th- those were the only two characters that were like kind of CGI the entire time until they get mm-hmm. quote, cure, quote unquote cured at the end. Well, and the other thing is not all those villains died to my knowledge. Did they ever squash that no, just saying like, these just happened to come back because they knew Peter Parker? Well, I think uh, what they did was like uh, Doc Ock, they knew he died fighting Spider-Man. Yep. Green Goblin, they knew he died fighting mm-hmm. Spider-Man. So Sandman then, though. Like, that's, I think that's where they kind of got that, well, all these people die fighting Spider-Man. That's their fate. Oh, so it. maybe we didn't but, see it eventually that did happen because he kind of became a good guy at the end of three, I thought. Sandman, he just well, yeah, drifted like, away, right? Sa- Sandman and Peter parted on good terms. Right, I don't yeah. think Lizard ever technically died at the end of... No, I think they just Spider-Man. locked him up or something. 
Um, I know he was cured at the end of it, but I don't think he right. died specifically. Electro did die, I think, right? Yeah. I, must have. <laughs> must have. Green Goblin, man. Um, Let's talk about Defoe real quick. Holy shit. That guy oh, did not man. miss a beat in between uh, <laughs> when he last played him they, and now. It's crazy. I mean, I think that's just how he is on Saturdays. <laughs> I know, right? With you. Like, they did such an overhaul on him, and I was so happy to see him back in it. Because yeah. he was an amazing Green Goblin. Well, it's cool to see him um, work in the lab with Peter, because that's kind of what he wanted in that first Spider-Man. He loved Peter, like, you know, because he had brains oh, yeah. and stuff. And that was really cool. And when he said the, you know, infamous line, I'm something of a scientist myself. Everyone yes. Everyone in the theater was just, like, lost their shit. Yeah. I thought it was funny. And they weren't, um, like, I don't think they were... They were written so well to to bring him back up. It wasn't so much of a huh, huh, you know, to the audience. It was natural, like a wink and a point at the camera. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I the second that I saw him in Feast and he was wearing the purple hoodie and the green jacket, I was like, yep. oh, oh man, yes. They're going to finally, like, make his costume not look like a Power Rangers villain. Well, see, I missed yeah. when his mask got destroyed. I missed that whole interaction peter met with him i yeah, guess so, right and they fought Tim missed that so like basically what it was is he um he flew in and was like getting ready to attack peter and uh otto and everything like that and then they got zapped away to dr strange's prison yep that he made and then they showed um they showed green goblin in like a alleyway which kind of like paralleled the whole Spider-Man no more kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, they showed him in an alleyway with his mask off and he's having that internal conflict with himself and he ends up smashing his mask. Oh, he did it. That was, Yeah. So I thought that was cool. It was, was kind of like, to me, it was kind of like, yeah, this thing's stupid. Let's get rid of it. I loved how they said he looked, you know, he's dressed like a big green elf or whatever. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, so he was just kind of confused yeah, what was yeah. going on, right? And plus, he's nuts to begin with. So that's probably what he, why he did it. But yeah, yeah, he was having that Gollum, good Gollum, or Spiegel yeah. versus Gollum debate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you can always, you can still always see the like armor underneath his clothes. Yeah. Right. So you knew it was kind of like. If anybody's going to betray anybody, it's going to be Osborne. Yeah, like everyone yeah. working together, I was like, this is awesome, but it's not right. That Something's not cool. right. Yeah, yeah. It, it was cool to see, like, Peter. You know, I mean, I that's what I love about this Tom, about Tom Holland Spider Man. First of all, he kicked Doctor Strange's ass by using math and science. That was good. Yeah, this was magic. <laughs> like he he figured out how to manipulate the mirror dimension to yeah. trap him. Right. Like, that was cool. And then, like, <laughs> he's got this Stark fabricator thing, and he's like, I can fix all of you. I know how to do this. And he's, you know, he re uh, reattaches the inhibitor chip for Otto. That was cool. Um, yep. He tries to contain Electro's, you know, electricity. Almost almost got it. Somehow. <laughs> yeah, al- almost there. But, um, yeah, I mean, that was, it was really cool to see them interacting, too. Right. I mean, yeah. Was, uh, I loved when Toby, they were like, are you going to just, what did he say? You're going to wear um, this um, uh, pastor make or get up or whatever. Oh, you, yeah. Still, are a cool youth, wear this, pastor. Yeah. youth pastor. Yeah. And he pulls his shirt <laughs> yeah. down and it's like, yeah, sweet. Yeah. I was like, no, nah, I got it. That's I got so that cool. thing on me. Yeah. You know, 
I love I love the interaction between all of them. Oh, dude! Like I thought it. W- yeah, I thought it was going to be like really over the top and kind of like an Expendables kind of thing. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, where it's just like, oh my god, I wish you all would stop. Get to the chopper for screen yeah. time. Yeah. You know, but it was seamlessly done. No, like I recognize. Yeah, like I want to see yeah. them all three in a movie once a year together. Right. Exactly. Christmas special, right? if you I will. Mean, yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, um, I, I love that interaction. I was like, yeah, this is kind of like they're just talking, right? You know, and it's not moving things forward, but it's like we all need this. This is so cool. Like it, we just accept it. Just the writing was so good. Just them interacting and the awkwardness. You know, Garfield yeah. telling him he loved him, and they're like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. no you you're amazing yes really you're amazing yes. and i like that because yeah i think a lot of people have bad memories of his take on spider-man because how it ended and i just like this is like because he was just a victim of writing he was right. a good spider-man right yeah, right it was exactly. redemption for his character and it was i think it just kind of helped everyone like hey accept him you know he's he's spider-man as well it's it's yeah, all good awesome. yeah and they could definitely the way they ended could you know, we could see them somehow, some way down the road. Who knows? But I think we all owe, um, you know, into the Spider-Verse for this. Because I think that being massively successful, they had the idea for yeah. this. And, well, they didn't tell us, right? Wink, wink. But, you know, they had the villains they brought back. And, you know, oh, God, it would have been so terrible if they didn't bring them back. Um, I just, that was the one thing. I'm like, they better be there when I go see this film. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, they have was, to be. I, that part was kind of cool, too, because when they start having this big battle, you know, they're all so used to working by themselves. Yes. They had no idea how to work as a team. And, uh, Holland, he just kind of pops up. He's like, I was part of a team. I know how to do this. I was with the Avengers. And they're like, Oh, cool. Who are they? Yeah. Well, when Toby got excited, I'm like, Oh shit, they're in his verse. And he's like, who are they? <laughs> yeah. I was like, Oh, what, what would that be like? And, you know, I liked how they pointed out, you know, um, Garfield, he said, Gwen was my MJ, you know, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And like that made a lot of sense. Like they're just different universes. He got that. that well, especially when he saves this MJ. Oh, dude, that yeah. was so you great. Know, I mean, yeah. That meant everything to him, you know? Oh, it was all in oh, his yeah. face. Like he's a really good actor emotionally, I think. Yeah, phenomenal. Dude, like you just, you Massively knew. Massively underrated. You knew why he felt that way when he caught her. Like he was like, Yes, I saved her. I saved a life, you know, and, you know, I saved someone important to somebody like that. When they were having that initial pep talk with Peter and everything, he said he even was saying, like, after she died, like, I tried to do the right thing, but then I just got so filled with rage that I quit. Yeah. Like, I couldn't do it anymore. Right. And I thought that was kind of, you know, you kind of got that little bit of a backstory. I mean, with, with them, like what they've been up to since. Yeah you know, their movies ended or whatever. Right. Um, I really, to me, if I had to pick one person that I was really, um, that I really want to like, just give a shout out to in this movie, it's Alfred Molina. Mm. Oh my God. Yes. I thought he did phenomenal in it. And it's for half the movie. It's not even him really. It's the arms. Right. That are kind of like making him talk and, all this stuff. And then when he showed up at the end, I was like, he's totally going to turn on the villains. I know. Like, you you know, and like, he kind of helped them out and he got that reunion with Peter and he's like, Peter, man, you've, you've grown up. How have you been? That was cool. Yeah. 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 Um, 
and and to see them like acknowledge that like even though you never saw Norman and Otto right interact in the movies they knew each like, other they acknowledge each other they knew like yeah. you're a genius like what do you mean you went mad and yeah killed yourself like you know right some of that was really cool and i loved just uh, the interactions between each other was phenomenal right and his arms were cg this time puppeteered last time so it was totally new for him but of course he's older now so i'm sure it's a lot better to uh just have that thrown in there but I remember hearing in an interview he did, he was like, he was so grateful for that because the puppeteering was so exhausting mm -hmm. yeah. for him, like physically. Oh, exhausting. I'm sure. I'm sure it was quite um, a, quite a thing to do. But uh, I was, um, I was kind of surprised. Like I thought the, they kind of showed the black and gold suit in like, you know, toy promotions and stuff like that. Yeah. It was going to be like some new, thing that like dr strange gave him and it's just his regular suit turned inside out right i was like this is kind cool of genius actually yeah really it is especially when you can see like the wires and stuff sticking out of it it's kind of like oh okay that's that that was different. really like cool yeah and his um well you know when doc ock absorbed his uh power suit if you will I liked how yeah. you're like, oh, shit. And then Peter's like, uh, sync new device. And <laughs> it was so cool. <laughs> just like, yeah, you know, pairing the like Bluetooth. Took, took it over. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. And then he got it back. But then his, but then all the, uh, the, the power suit, wasn't the power gone from it? Because it was more like a fabric at that time. Right? Like, well, I noticed that. I think, I think he was using, kind of what I got, I guess, is that he like, used that because he didn't have his other suit was like had green dye thrown on it or whatever. Yeah. And then I, I think he just kind of got that one little piece of it back from the tentacles, mm -hmm. which is why he had the gold spider on his chest and Oh, everything. so I don't know if they like just destroyed the rest of it. You could be what? right there. Yeah. Yeah. If he just wasn't like, if he just didn't have access to the rest of it or right, whatever. But, um, I don't know. I think the uh, the thing that really made me happy was towards the ending or towards the end of the movie is he's kind of back to being comic book Peter Parker. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's not. He doesn't have a suit that was given to him by a billionaire. Right. Who knew nothing about his abilities and powers. He makes his own homemade suit. He's living in his dinky little apartment. Mm -hmm. like he's back to being Peter Parker that we all know and love. You know, it's going to have. Yeah, I mean, it starts over a new set of stories that could happen. You know, I mean, it just kind of reboots it without rebooting the characters. Exactly. And I love that new and suit. Flashy blue. I do, too. And you could definitely see that he, like, took the inspiration from his counterpart. Yes, I was thinking that, too. Yeah, definitely. That was really cool. Yeah. And did some of you want or maybe I don't know if you thought about it at the time when he was getting the uh, the landlord was telling him the rules and stuff. I was kind of hoping oh, it was a Russian I, dude. I was dude. Really hoping for that too, but I think that guy's like in his nineties now. <laughs> He's still around, but yeah, <laughs> it's a different universe. Um, so I, I get it why they can't exactly do that, but yeah. Yeah. But yeah. that was, I mean, that was kind of cool. Right. You know, I, uh, I'm glad he was, I was kind of like, eh, about the, you know, everybody just forgetting that Peter Parker exists. Yeah. But they remember Spider-Man. Right, right. But 
the more I thought about it, I'm like, you know, this actually kind of makes sense. Yeah, it kind of puts know, it on a new path that people more might yeah. the haters anyway of the MCU being involved so much will like better maybe because he could regain MJ's love and Ned's friendship, and I think that would be even better for them not to remember. Like he has to redo the he has to you know regain that himself and mm-hmm. still have this other lifestyle you know to be more independent you know kind of like. Toby's um, Peter Parker, you know, yeah, he's living in a crappy apartment, making his suits, um, you know, he yeah. has to earn money. He has to be a photographer for Jameson. That, that was hilarious to me, too, was it, I, at first when they showed J. Jonah Jameson, he was using a green screen in like some shitty closet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kind of thing. And then like by the end of it, he's actually being taken seriously as like a having like an actual reporter and camera and you know, mm-hmm. a desk and stuff like that. And so that was kind of cool. But, yes. Uh, I really wish they, I really wish he would have had like some interaction with Toby for just like a split second. Yeah. You know, that like, would have been cool. You yeah. shaved your head. Like what'd you do? You know? Right. Right. Cause it's not his, it's not Toby's or Simmons, right? Yeah. It's a different Simmons. Right. Yeah. Right. It's, it's Holland Simmons, I guess. Andrew never really had one only through, email i believe um yeah they never actually showed him in mm-hmm. that they just showed him kind of arguing with him by email or something but the one uh, thing i was surprised though was when they cured goblin him and toby didn't interact really it was kind of like you know just a look yeah, yeah. i was just kind of like that was that felt out of character but you know whatever it's another another nitpick you know <laughs> if the rest of the movie let us down as much then yeah i could totally be like that was shit but it was fine. It was fine because those three were talking and it's like, I'd rather have them do that. And I, I actually did think I, I saw Toby getting stabbed and I was like, is he going to die? You know, I, I didn't know if they were going to actually go for that or not. Um, cause it would have been reversed. I was, was kind of worried about in that scene was that he was going to go to stab the goblin with a glider and Toby was going to get stabbed instead. Oh shit. That would have like, been worse. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. You killed yourself, um, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I thought, man, just with so much going on in this movie, um, they did it very well. Yes. I mean, exactly. Um, it could have been End game was terrible. at times, yeah. like, I, of course I loved it. It was like, you know, some kid just dumped out their entire toy collection and was, yep. like, making them fight each other. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, I mean, there's parts of that movie that were hard to follow. This, I don't think there was. No, you know, I mean, I think everybody kind of got their got their justice for like screen time. I don't right. think there was anybody that was just kind of left out. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm. I agree. I'm glad to see it go back to kind of the status quo of Peter being on his own, making his own equipment. You know, yeah, he can use that experience from his time with Tony, but. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to, you know, oh, my suit's torn. I'm just going to go magic myself a new one with this starter. <laughs> right. right. In a, in a jet. Up, yeah. Let, yeah. Let yeah. me pull out Edith. And, That's, you know. um, that is something people brought up. Like his files are still in there probably because it's technology, right? So I'm sure people will open the files and see Peter Parker and they'll be like, who the hell is Peter Parker? And probably erase him. But well, like how, how far does the spell go, I guess? And that's my thing is like, does it just affect the world? 
because Nick Fury's mostly off world. Oh shit! Yeah. Um. So I don't know if like maybe he's gonna come back and be like, motherfucker, you don't remember? Peter you Parker. don't know who Peter Parker is, motherfucker. Say what again? <laughs> um. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I think that's honestly going to be fleshed out a lot more mm-hmm. with. Um, I mean, the the final end credits scene of this movie has nothing to do with Spider-Man, but maybe it will at some point. Sure. Yeah. Because uh, it's more more or less just a trailer for the next Doctor Strange movie. But yeah, they're also they're also like supposedly going to have Deadpool come into Doctor Strange and like the X-Men. Oh my like, God! How do you cast I mean, that? Whether, oh. whether they're whether they're act, the actual ones from our actual universe or not, right? Be oh, that's for debate. But yeah, true, true. You never know. Like Wanda could just be like, "Hey, you've done too much to screw this up, and just put everything back to the way it was." And everyone's just gonna wake up and be like, "Holy shit, Peter!" Where is <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know? everyone's coming back for the new Doctor Strange, you know, from the first one and. Um, Mordo, you know, he's coming back. He's going to, you know, be his villain self and Sam Raimi's directing it, which I did hear. And I don't know if this is true that he helped bring Toby back to this film to reprise as Spider-Man. I, I don't think that the two of them would have, that Toby and Andrew would have been in this one at all. If it weren't for the fact that this is more Sony than Marvel. Mm, yeah, true. Um, cause even the, even the opening credits of the film, I noticed like they did Sony, the Sony logo and the Columbia logo and then the Marvel logo, mm-hmm. but yeah. it wasn't like the typical, you know, like right. Marvel fanfare, like uh, at the beginning of all their other films, mm-hmm. you know? So it was kind of, you got the sense this was more, which I'm sure they probably had to do for legal reasons right? with just everybody that's involved, but. And you I know, got the sense that this was more of a Sony Spider-Man film than a Marvel, right? Yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Sony has that more. They have a different look to their film. You know, I don't know what that is really, but you know how like every studio has a certain yeah. look. Like you can kind of know what studio put this movie out. Yeah. I just get that. Yeah, like Paramount had a look, and then when Disney bought and you know Marvel, Marvel has a new look. You know, and it's just like you mm-hmm. can tell there's a difference there. And Sony's got more of a to me a more polished, colorful look. Than what MCU kind of goes towards, um, yeah. But I, I don't but, know what you call that. <laughs> just, just the way. I don't know, though. I mean, like, as far as Spider-Man films go, though, this one was really dark. Yeah. Like, in tone and in color and saturation and stuff like that. Like mm. the whole fight between Peter and Norman in the apartment building. Mm-hmm. Them like slamming each other through floors, and then mm-hmm. the whole yeah. lobby scene of like you know, may getting killed and well, maybe that's when like, it changes when everyone invades this world. Yeah. Kind of changes I kinda, the look. I kind of got that sense too, but I mean, even, even looking at the Raimi yeah. uh, Spider-Man films, you know, that the saturation of the colors and how bright everything is, it looks like it's almost right off of a comic book page, which is hopeful for Dr. Strange. The, the next one. Yeah. I mean, I, I like the fact that he wasn't just like a deus ex machina in this entire movie mm-hmm. or he wasn't trying to be the new Tony. Yes. You know I mean? He, right. was, he was kind of barely in it for the most part. Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah. Um, Which was fine. I but, mean, he was in it just, just enough. And 
and it made sense for Wong to be the new Sorcerer Supreme. I didn't even think about that because of the blip, you know, when they were explaining. Yeah. And then the snow, well, everyone was like speculating, you know, and it's like, oh, oh yeah, it's just a portal that opened up or something, right? Big blizzard yeah, came through. Those, um, <laughs> those uh, gate things that they show in Doctor Strange were like they turn the little thing and all of a sudden yeah. it's the Sahara Desert. Yeah. I think like something got busted on one of those and it just <laughs> snowed in there or something. Right, right. And uh, do you oh. know who's uh, composing the new Doctor Strange, Steve? Uh, no. Is it Danny Elfman? Yes. <laughs> nice. Oh, God. Oh, I think that'll be good. As long as he doesn't do Avengers uh, uh, Age of Ultron. It felt like, wait, was that? No, I'm sorry. Uh, Justice League, the not the good one, you know. That one was kind of, yeah. it was neat to, to hear the old um, themes, but I bet if he really lets loose, this one could be pretty trippy, you know, for the for the Doctor Strange, I, you know. I think you know. it's going to have to be. I mean, they're, I think even that, like, kind of glimpse they had of the evil Doctor Strange. Oh, that's so in cool. In there, I thought maybe that might have been the one from What If. Right, right. Which, Steve, but, have you seen What If? I have not. You got to. You got to. And that's what I hear. But yeah, I think that's I think that's the one. I don't want to spoil too much, but yeah, they that's cool to bring some of those into the live action. That's neat. Yeah, yeah, yeah I dug it. So yeah, you guys uh, pretty satisfied with the after credits as well, or kind of take it or leave I was, it. The Venom scene was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm gonna go I to New York, have- and Needle banishes. <laughs> I still have zero clue why he's even there because he has no idea Peter, Park- Peter Parker exists or who he is. Maybe he does. I don't know. They, yeah, the bar um, bartender just told him, right? And then he's like, I'm going to go to New York. And so yeah, I was like, maybe that's a way for it to be incorporated. Let's go. We need to, like, <laughs> that, I, did, I did think it was funny, though, the internal. I, I love that internal monologue thing. We're drunk. Um, but, like, he's sitting there learning about all this. He's like, there was a really big green guy named the Hulk. And he's like, I told you lethal protector was a cool name. That's uh, still shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about the very last scene? Not everything left. Yes. A little piece of venom stayed behind. Yes. So that so, might be, uh, I don't know. Tom Holland to, might get into that. I have to almost wonder if the, they call him the Clintar in the comics. I don't think that's ever been said in the movies at all, but I have to wonder if they don't like share a hive mind across like oh the multiverse or something and maybe that's how they learned about Peter Parker. Like Venom wanted to keep tabs on Elseworlds or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. That was interesting. Uh, that I does uh yeah. It would be cool to see Tom take on the black Spider Man suit and you know, had mm-hmm. that whole conflict, but yeah, I don't know. I they don't have. I mean, it's one it's, of those they they ha- they can or they don't have to. You know, it, we've seen it. Things yeah, like we get it. Yeah, yeah, it could show up in a future. Right. Yeah, it's kind of like with Garfield and McGuire. You know, if they don't come back again, it's fine. We we really got exactly. what we wanted, so it, it'll just be an extra perk. You know, if they bring him back somehow, some way, but they I could like. um I don't know if you guys noticed this on uh, Garfield's suit, but it was kind of a combination of the two that he wore in the in his movies. Did right. You notice that? 
Um, yeah, I think I did. Cause, yeah. Well, because the the first one had that really long spider on it. Yeah. That went yeah. like almost his entire torso. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like the homemade one with like the sunglasses and all that stuff. Right. And yep. Then the second one, they made it like a like right from the comic with like the big eyes and all that, and it looked like they kind of combined them. Makes this. sense, yeah. Because he's older, bit. so it's uh, a new suit, it's sort of kind of mixed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of kind of saw that too. Toby's, I didn't really yeah, I was, see much. I mean, his his kind of I didn't see much. All look the same his, in a way. Yeah. Tremendous, tremendous movie. I'm so glad everyone was able to come back for it. It was it was great. So yeah, in, in closing, what what do you guys say overall about this? Ten out of ten, man. I loved it. Yeah. Excellent. Because any so. complaint was so minor it did not detract from anything else. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I, I think the only other than the Jamie Foxx thing, which I kinda was like, yeah, whatever. Um, the only other thing that kinda was like, why did you even put that in? Was the whole thing between May and Happy, like their breakup and <laughs> stuff like that. I'm like, right. I thought we already kind of covered that. Yeah. That May just thought it was just a fling and right. But you know, that's right. I thought it, I did think it was cool seeing Happy's apartment where we got Dummy the yes, you yeah, know, the the little robotic arm thing that Tony always yelled at. Like, and Osborne was, was like looking at it, like, what is this? Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of good callbacks to it. Um, I was very happy to see Toby and Andrew suit up again. Yeah, that so, was, that was excellent. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, like I said, all franchises, they got redeemed in my opinion, you know, all, and as well as Sony's, you know, past stupidity, you know, with not, mm-hmm. you know, doing things a certain way, kind of, you know, just panicking, dropping the ball. But yeah, like I yeah. said, I can, I can rewatch the other ones now and, have more acceptance of the good and the bad parts and um, mm-hmm. well, mostly the bad parts, but yeah, it's, it's, just, it's cool that, you know, you have that now. No way home makes it better. You know, that seeing the, seeing the low points now that it does get better. And um, yeah, they just gave us what we wanted, you know, they, uh, and they did yeah, it. They did it with great writing, great writing. I didn't get that uh, sense of studio. Neutering, yeah. like I did with the other right, which ha- happens with a lot of revamps. You know, Star Wars, Star Trek suffered a great deal from those. You know, they just don't really give you what you want. They give you glimpses of it, right? But then they just kind of the writing just doesn't make it happen, and then people are just left, you know, yeah. wanting more. They're not satisfied. So you know, it's the it, ultimate fan service film done right, exactly. Yes. And I think that's I think a lot of people could you know learn from this you know you you can give people what they want and not make it predictable at the same time it's like you just have to be a good writer and if you don't have good writers get them <laughs> you know no, no more of this shit one, people uh, are starting to recognize it you know one final thing i'll say about it is um when electra is talking to andrew like after he gets cured and everything like yeah. that he's like I really thought you would have been black. Man, yep. I'd love to see a black Spider-Man. I'm like, <laughs> Wink. Ah, yep. Ah, yep. There is one. We haven't seen him yet. And that was here. clever. That was super clever. Yeah. Yep. That's coming. Soon yeah, as yeah. Terrell makes a sequel, right, Steve? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. He's got a ton of views on that first one. Yes, he did. Oh, well, yeah. yeah, for everyone out there who doesn't know, Terrell Christie, he's a friend of the show. And great filmmaker. He made a, a fan film 
called Miles, and you should go out there and check it out. Lost Utopia Films, correct? Yeah, that's it. Go to that YouTube page and check that film out. Uh, really, really cool. And uh, yes, that would have been cool if Terrell got the call, right? Can we include this in our... <laughs> <laughs> oh, We're waiting. We're waiting. <laughs> please, Terrell, please. How much millions do you want? Come on. Let let it happen. Yeah. I I don't know. I just don't know if I can see Childish Gambino as the Prowler, but we'll see. Yeah. You never know. He could surprise me. Never yeah. know. Yeah. Could happen. Could happen. But yeah. Hey, this is this is great. We got what we wanted. Trailers were great. You know, everything just just worked out, and it's a nice Christmas present, if you will, to all fans. And, and now, and now all the conspiracy theorists on TikTok can shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> You see, um, <laughs> oh, TikTok. Venom didn't catch MJ, so shut the. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, anyway, go see it in yes. the theaters in IMAX. I'm going to see it again. I have to. And Steve, do you'll probably a, see it again, right? Third time? Do a Spider Man 3 <laughs> you know, dance on the way out. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if I saw it again. <laughs> That's how you know it's good, right? Like, I'll go see it again. Yeah, I mean, when you see it two days in a row, I mean, not a terrible film. No, no, not at all. You're like, hey, Steve, you're back. Yes, yes. I know, right? The usual. <laughs> well, this is great, guys. Thanks thanks for doing this. Um, yeah, everyone out there, go see it. And, of course, we'll be back with another review. And, of course, check out Field of Geeks. We have all kinds of shows out there. Wherever you listen and stream uh, podcasts, we're there. Steve, would you like to uh, plug your comic book blog? I would, but it's a little dry. A couple months ago, I put something out there, but I'm going to, I've got um, kind of the state of the bat verse. I'm writing one right now. Nice. Um, and that's just from comic perspective. So, um, you know, they're, they've really kind of shaken things up. And so I'm, I'm trying to tackle that a little bit and not sure. Not sure it'll be the most popular opinion out there. So we'll Ooh. see how it goes. Steve'scomicblog.com. Great. And then also check out Bill's 515 Gaming. Nice. <laughs> Coincidentally, uh, the next the, the next um, video I'm putting up will be Spider-Man Miles Morales. So, Excellent. Oh, nice. Yeah. We'll be back. I'm Josh. I'm Bill. And I'm Steve. Take care. Take care.